This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Welcome back to Alyssa Explains It All. I am so excited for this episode because we have a really special guest that I feel like everyone was probably waiting for the second that I announced the podcast. So I'm really excited that um, the episode is finally here. But before we get to our wonderful guest, we have to briefly touch on some season five We have to briefly touch on how the new season of The Circle has come out, season five of The Circle. It's dropped. It's here. I've watched about 20 minutes of it because it's the holiday season and it's just like a little bit crazy busy, but I'm going to like binge it all tonight and I'm really, really excited. I have producer Matt with me and he has actually watched the full first four, right? Yeah. No, I I live that producer life where I have nothing but time. (laughs) So I literally woke up. The morning of watched two episodes, went and did some like holiday shit with my family and then mm. went home and watched the the other two episodes. <laughs> I was like, I oh. need to know everything that's happening because I've learned this about myself. The best part of reality television in any form, be it a game show or a dating show, is the discord with other mm-hmm. people who have watched it. Like, mm-hmm. so I was like, I need to I need to hit up Alex, who you've <laughs> for those of you who don't know. When I watched season four of The Circle, I was very vocal that Alex was the absolute worst and I fucking hated (laughs) everything about him. And uh, when I became friends with Alyssa, she's like, I don't think you realize how much you and Alex have in common. And he might be the person I message on Instagram more than any other human being at this point. Yeah, we were we were texting for a good two hours yesterday, just circle gossip and like our thoughts and feelings. I don't want to spoil anything for Alyssa. All I'll say is that I do have who I think the top four are at this point based on the people really? that I've met. Yeah. yeah. Um, three of them you've met. One of them you haven't yet. Okay. I am really riding for Raven, uh, mm-hmm. who is an absolute queen. Um, Sam, who is just the most bubbly personality <laughs> yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. And I really love Chaz. Chaz, yeah. Chaz represents to me what the best of the circle can be, which is like there is just overwhelming kindness and wholesomeness that I get from him. Um, And then they've, they've introduced a new person in episode three who I really like. Okay. I don't think they're going to win. I don't even think that this person is there to win. I think that they're just there to have a fun time. Okay. That's fine. Every time that they've been on camera, I'm like, I like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, I, so far I've only gotten through, I think to Sam's intro. And I will say that I'm very relieved that it doesn't feel like they were doing a dating season. Like yes. it was just all in the marketing, which is I'm relieved. And I'm sure a lot of people who are like fans of the show are. And like the second that I was like two seconds into the show and I see Michelle and I was like, Oh, I fucking love this game. Yeah. I love it. Like the second that it started, I was like, Oh my God, it's just so great to be back. Like, it's so great to like have another season out and I hope that they keep making them. And I hope that we just continue to have like really cool, unique gameplay. Cause I think like that's, I think for me, I'm most interested in the gameplay. There are people who I think watch cause they like the personalities, but I like, I just, the gameplay is just I, so great. I explained to someone the other day, cause like, I think that there's a lot of people who still aren't sold on what the circle is. And yeah, and I don't think it's not an easy show to explain. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Love is blind. You're literally just like, well, they don't see each other until they get engaged. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, okay, cool. Got it. Like the ultimatum, yeah. like you can sell those shows in like a simple sentence. The circle, you really have to do a lot of explanation. And a part of it is just sitting people down and making them watch it mm-hmm. for them to get it. But I, mm-hmm. I tried to tell someone the other day that I'm like, the circle is really interesting because it takes all of the the things that you might love about trashy dating reality shows, like it's got a little bit of love is blind. It's got a little mm-hmm. bit of Jersey shore there, but it's also blended with all of the best attributes of like survivor and the mole mm-hmm. and like these more strategic game shows. And, and it yeah. is, it's, it is of all of the reality TV that I watch. It's probably like right up there with like RuPaul's drag race for the one that I look forward to the most mm-hmm. in the year, because I, I'm there for both the gameplay and the characters versus like something like love is blind. It's like, I'm watching that because it's fun to talk with my friends about like the shit yeah, that's yeah. unfolding in front of me. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like it's, right. And that's not like, that's look, there's a very good chance that we may one day have some of the people from love is blind. I'm not saying anything about them as people. I'm just saying that that show is designed to be a shit show that you're texting your friends about when you're yeah, watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally, totally. And like, I mean, it's just a different type of, I think reality shows and game shows kind of live in like different different categories to me like it's very different to go on it's like too hot to handle versus survivor yeah yeah, yeah, most shows where you're dropped on an island but you're doing very different things (laughs) that's a great (laughs) analogy that's a great analogy so far i i love everyone that i've gotten to talk to because like i sent a dm to to everyone who's on this season and um most of them replied and and were like so so nice and i love raven i love raven i loved her intro and i love her um like there's a word that i was gonna like say and i don't remember there's so much confidence and swagger Mm -hmm. in like everything that (laughs) like in everything and it's it's one of those things where it's like she she i think she even says something along these lines of like don't look at me like i'm the deaf girl like it's like, yeah. like it's like this like don't you fucking let this thing be what defines me like i'm going to be defined as this blue-haired badass bitch that's going to rock into this game and right. like that's that's like i love that personality i love that for her i like that she came onto it and she was like i'm up playing the circle because I'm a deaf person. I'm playing the circle as a person who happens to be deaf. I actually am very interested to know what it's like to be in like a a generational deaf family, like what their house is like. Like like my house is so loud because we're all Italian. And so there's just always a lot of noise. Something that, um, and, and I'll try to say this as roundabout as possible with as minimal spoilers for you as possible Mm -hmm. um, and for the listeners. But at some point, someone in the game visits Raven, is what I'll say. And Ooh. what is beautiful in that moment is that yeah. the entire time they're having a conversation, they are looking at Raven and never once look at the interpreter. Yeah. It's recognizing the person that's, yeah. that's speaking to you. And totally. I don't know why this feels so powerful, but it does. That mm-hmm. Totally. Because I think my instinct would be to look when the interpreter's talking to look to the interpreter. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of nice to see. I mean, it's always this. This is why representation of all different types of people is so important, because like if if you and I have never been exposed to a deaf person, then we don't know what type of behavior makes sense and is is like 
normal in those circumstances. So like if there was an interpreter there, I might've done the same thing. And so it's just great to see, like, it's great to see the circle really try and bring in as much representation of all different types of people. It's diverse and interesting and and like at the end of the day, like I'm I'm excited to see just like Raven's gameplay. I'm excited to see what what she like decides how she's gonna play the game, like what alliances she's gonna form, if she even forms alliances. I think when you navigate the world in a in a when you have no choice but to navigate a world that's not built for you and not catered to you in the way that like someone like Raven who is deaf would have to, you are I think naturally pretty strategic and pretty like on your fucking toes. And so I have no doubt that she's going to fucking kill it at this game. Yeah, she's going to be she's going to be fantastic. And I mean, fingers crossed, hopefully, hopefully we'll get to know some of these people even better off of the TV and on this podcast in the uh, the future. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe there's conversation. Um, But (laughs) but until then, we do have someone from the old season of the circle that's coming up today. The crusty, dusty old season. <laughs> old, we're old news. Um, but so I'm really excited because we have Sir John. We have Mama Carol yeah. on the podcast this week. It's Mama Carol meeting John and Mama Carol, not actually Carol, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but (laughs) that would actually be great. I would love that. And I feel like Carol might actually really like that too. We have John on the pod this week. We talked about, uh, all of the questions that you all repeatedly ask us on every single Instagram that we ever post. (laughs) Uh, We tell the whole story of how we started dating and answer some questions about what our experience dating has been like, especially post show craziness. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was nice to like have a moment sharing sharing, you know, my little project with someone I love and care about so much. So I think you all really like this episode. As a quick reminder, if you have any questions for me or any of our past guests or potentially some suggestions for future guests, we do have an email inbox and we check that inbox for questions all the time. Um, the email address is Alyssa explains it all pod at gmail.com. It's also in the description for this podcast. So feel free to send us questions. We would love to be able to answer more. If you're listening to this episode, fun fact about today's episode. Do you want to know a fun fact about today's episode, Alyssa? Yes. All three of the voices that are heard on this week's episode, if you're free on Saturday, will be around <gasps> the House of Independence in yes! Asbury Park. So if you want to see John do some comedy, um, tell Alyssa vagina a couple times or just say, producer Matt, you're on the podcast too much. Shut up. Uh, You can find (laughs) all three of us hanging out at the House of Independence on Saturday at 7 p.m. for John's all ages show. So come and check it out. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be so great. I'm so glad that this is coming out before before his show because it's going to be gonna be really fun come and hang out with us and without further ado sir john here we are hi john hey welcome to the podcast great intro i'm very excited (laughs) i'm very excited to be here i'm stoked because i've heard you get interviewed i've heard Mm -hmm. you interview people Mm -hmm. but i really never thought you'd interview me i think that's like shocking because it's a relationship podcast well no i know but i always thought like when whenever we do things we do things so together Mm -hmm. that like the idea of you interviewing me is borderline scary because it's almost like (laughs) it's like the (laughs) Like the R. Kelly, like that's not me, man. Like I just feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here, like defending like very small parts of our relationship to a certain extent. Like, no, like, I, I mean, I think we're like we're very good at communicating, so I feel like we like are pretty aligned on most things. But yeah, I guess true. we'll find out. We're gonna find out for sure. So I went on Instagram and asked if everyone could contribute some questions that we could ask John that are mostly about like our relationship together. The question I think that we got asked the most was like how did this happen like what was the timeline and it's like Mm -hmm. like how did we get here so maybe we start with the how did we get here oh wow uh i'm on the edge of my folding chair having to tell this story (laughs) i mean do you want do you want me to just go at it yeah we're gonna do that this is how most stories to be clear to everybody listening how most stories between Alyssa and i happen 
I will tell my version of the story. Yeah. Of anything, whether it's our relationship or whether it's anything. And then Alyssa will come in with the details that I miss. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah. do it that way. Okay. And see and see how that works. Okay. So how it started, show gets shot September 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, we come home in October. And me, you we had the whole circle group chat. Yeah. But specifically in conjunction to that, we had the me, you, and you Ling group chat because we were in the New York City area, mm -hmm. right? Like you Ling's in Brooklyn, I'm in Hoboken, you're in Westchester. Mm -hmm. It's easier for us to get together collectively if we ever wanted to. So the one time me, you, and you Ling went out, we walked around the city all together, it was the three of us. We went to that really nice cafe where mm -hmm. you guys got mulled wine and I got a hot chocolate because I'm a child. <laughs> I think Yuling got a hot chocolate too because That's she doesn't right. really drink. That's right. Yuling and I both got a hot chocolate. I'm the only you one got who got wine. wine. <laughs> yeah. Like a week or two later, we were going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, I'll pick a restaurant in the city mm -hmm. and we'll all go. Mm -hmm. And I was texting you on the side because you were the only one who worked in the city. Yeah. Like we could kind of get wherever. So I was like, where's your office? You gave me the place. I picked this Greek restaurant. Mm -hmm. Could have been. <laughs> it was a. It was just like a Greek restaurant. He was just me. like he was like, "Do you like Mediterranean food?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Okay, let's do Greek." I was like, "Oh, delicious! I love Greek." And, and then, it, it made sense to me though because like you, you're vegetarian. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, pescatarian, but I was like, I don't really know many things like that you can eat mm -hmm. that would be like more universal for everybody. But like Mediterranean food is pretty good yeah. with that kind of stuff. And you link canceled like in like the eleventh hour. Mm -hmm. Like I was on my way to the city when you link just like stopped answering the both of us. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think she was doing like grad school applications. She was she was busy like she, it was uh she was still doing like freelance social media work at the time because the yeah. show hadn't come out. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I I just have too much going on. I can't make it. Yeah. I get to this place first because you're bought. You were on the phone with your boss outside of the restaurant. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you were on the phone with your boss outside of the restaurant. I went in. I didn't see you. Like I got there first, and I sat at the bar. And there's nobody. It's desolate. It is nobody else that's in this restaurant. And it's like one of the most and romantic places I've ever dimly seen. lit. I ordered flowers an at everywhere. The bar. And in classic me fashion, though, I'm just like. <laughs> we're here here we are like we're gonna we're gonna do whatever this is yeah and then you came in and you do you remember you scared the shit out of me why did i scare you because i was at the bar and i was looking at my phone like this and oh, you covered my eye yeah and I, it's new york city i was like ready to throw fists and i think like, i said have you been on a tv show before yeah, or something like that's that. that's exactly what you did yeah. you scared the shit out of me and then we had this really nice dinner we had a couple old fashions you also told the waiter that it was my birthday. I did. We and got a free so dessert. They came in saying happy birthday, and I have a very funny video of you being very embarrassed when it was actually happening. I couldn't believe that they did it. Yeah. Um, because we're two adults in an empty restaurant. And then we walked around New York City. I asked if you wanted to go get another drink. And you said, Yeah, let's go somewhere else. And we had had a couple to drink already. And we went to the Bryant Park Christmas mm. setup. This is I'm obviously like skipping the timeline a bit this is like february yeah and uh, so it was like the end of the christmas shops mm -hmm. but like they still had the bars and stuff and i remember like we were just sitting there and we had such like a we had like these like festive cocktails they, they were old fashions but they were like yeah they were like christmasy chai yeah, or something. something they were really good every man out there can relate i didn't shoot my shot I didn't. I didn't. We were sitting I at the bar. I inched at it a little. I was like trying to get you to flirt with me, just to like I wanted to see if you would flirt back with me. And I think I did. No, that wasn't the thing. I definitely think I flirted with you. You were like so careful, but I was really like keeping it at a distance because I didn't know what our relationship was like at that point because mm -hmm. we were so close as friends. Mm -hmm. After the show, like we talked a lot. Mm -hmm. We were text all the time, and it was never not all of it was flirty. Yeah, like it was very much just like keeping up with each other like when you moved back mm -hmm. like things like it was just like a lot of different stuff and then yeah i didn't shoot my shot while we were together and i walked you to the train to grand central which is around the corner and i gave you a hug and i was like okay let me know when you get home mm -hmm. and you got on the train <laughs> i went back and i met my friends at a bar and chris my cousin who has now become an integral part of our relationship feels like he was like how'd it go i was like i think i went on a date <laughs> tonight and he was like what and i was like yeah i think i went on a date tonight and i had one more 
drink with Chris and Seamus. Yeah. And that's when I got my drunk confidence. You were still on the train at this point. And yeah. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And you were like, it took you to, and you said to me, and I'll never forget it. You were like, it took, you couldn't tell me this while we were in person. And I could have I was like, I was you. with you for hours. Yeah, like, like, I could have <laughs> kissed you in person. And now like, I'm just alone on a train hearing this. <laughs> and then you swindled me into a hotel. Okay, no, I didn't swindle you into a hotel. <laughs> Again, another John didn't know. This was do. also another accidental okay. date story. No, no, this really was. You want to know what I was thinking? I think that first day, I think we were just going to a dinner, the two of us. I think I think Yuling, I think it was the day, or maybe like very early in the plans, we included Yuling, and then Yuling couldn't make it that day. So then we decided like, okay, whatever, we'll sure just like go to dinner. Yeah, because we were like, we're friends, it's fine. And then it ended up being this really romantic because the ho the hotel was when like last minute she was doing grad school applications. Yes, yeah, you're right, you're right. So the hotel story is I um, can I before can I just interject quickly? Yeah, and just say that this is exactly what I'm talking about with me getting hazy oh. details and you <laughs> knowing exactly what the details are. My memory's not good. You jog my memory. My memory. That's the thing. My memory though is really good. Yeah. And I just when I tell stories though, it flies yeah. left and right. Yeah. But. Yeah, tell the tell the hotel. Story. So at this point, we went to that dinner, and like it must have been like a week after that, I had to go to a hotel to shoot something for work. Like they needed, excuse me. I also work for like a skincare company, and we needed to shoot some stuff, and they wanted like a pretty hotel background. So they were like, if you can go and shoot this content, you'll get to like stay in the hotel. You can order food and whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So. I and it was right around Valentine's Day. So I ordered like yeah. pizza and champagne and like boxes of chocolate so I could shoot all and this you got Valentine's. The, the perfect content. boyfriend chocolates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I told John and Yuling, which in retrospect, that room was really small. We wouldn't have all like comfortably fit in there. But I told them all, I was like, if you guys want to come and hang out, like I'm ordering food and we can all just like like I it was rare that I'm in the city. It is still like rare that I'm in the city. I go in like once a week. So Whenever I was in the city, I wanted to like hang out with you guys. So right. I and told th them. But at this point, you and I had already yeah. kind of said. Yeah, we like sort of like creaked open the door. Yeah, like there's something going on here. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Yuling was supposed to come to the hotel room. And in my mind, I was like really hoping that for some reason she would make it or that you would get there early because I wanted to like have more time with you alone. And last minute. Yuling ended up she was doing grad school applications and she yeah. she couldn't make it and so you came to the hotel and I it, it was like a small hotel room it had the bed and like one chair like in the background it was it was barely a chair it, it was, was for show more yeah. than it was for use and yeah. he came into the room and like walked to the perimeter of the room like was so nervous to get anywhere close to me it was hysterical and very cute and you were like laying on the bed and I was like I mean, the biggest like I was like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. Like you were just like I mean, yeah. comfortably hanging out. Well, there's like nowhere else to sit. No, I know, and I was just so un like <laughs> visibly so uncomfortable. Funny, and I was like, I'm not going to bite. You could just sit. And then I didn't even come onto the bed. I sat on the corner on of the, the bed. On the corner. And you were like, Yeah, it was you know, so funny. Come closer, and then we talked it out. Yeah, and then John was like, Okay, we need to talk about this. And that's a very John thing is like, you're very good at being like, let's just talk it all out. Yeah. John's communication skills are top notch. And so it doesn't matter about age, gentlemen, you could have good communication skills at any age. That's true. That's my advice to you and that your loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he was like, let's just talk about all of it. And we talked about like, what was going to happen when the show aired and what do we do if like this doesn't work out and what are the expectations yeah yeah so of we each other mm -hmm. and so we had like a really kind of long conversation about it for a while right and and like that was kind of it and then that's when we like started talking to each other yeah and i think like it and, is like seeing each other I something guess. to be it's like something to be clear about and that's like this is something like especially with the fans that i like of the show that um, I like to mention now that we like are very openly dating, which I don't understand other people who don't really know we're dating still, but like people are always like, well, were you guys dating when the show came out? And it's like, it's the, the age old, we were just talking really like we were together when like, it we came out. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we were together. Like yeah. we weren't, we weren't hooking up with anybody else. Like we weren't, there was nothing going on separate from each other. Like we were pretty much in a relationship, 
but the reason why we didn't we needed to live that experience on our own like yeah it's such a, a big on. growth period for a person as an individual and like we were very fortunate to go through it together without people knowing we were together yeah because there were good days and bad days uh like from when the show came out for both of us yeah and i think like it was nice to have the other person there and i think like the other aspect of it that is very important for people to know is like our relationship we are very open about our relationship mm -hmm. to our social media followings and like the people around us and everything like that and it's like but the one thing that we never did and we've talked about like making content within our relationship mm -hmm. But we never wanted to have our content be relationship driven. Yeah. Like for the both of us. Yeah. Because like we're very ambitious people mm -hmm. with what we want to do and what we like to achieve. And like there's I mean, like any relationship, it's hard to shut things off, like come home and be like, all right, time to put this hat on and take this hat off. And right. like I think like we're learning that about each other. It's not perfect, but we're getting there. Yeah. Um, but that was like that's why we never really told anybody we were dating right when the show came out. Yeah, I think it was also like for both of us, there was a lot at stake because we had already had like such a great friendship too. So it was like, we don't want to affect the friendship. We want when the show airs, we want to be able to like preserve the experience and really be able to enjoy yeah, it. Totally. And like that was a priority for both of us. Absolutely. Um, And also knowing that like we were going to be like tied together in one way or another for like months yeah. at least i mean we were with or without us dating yeah fans of the show link us together yeah well like, we would see each other at the rap party we would yeah. like see each other i don't know in any like our social things that we do with with the show so. with the show like and also i think some something to keep in mind is like you know our relationship and like our relationship with brew mm -hmm. and like you know you ling when the show came out was so touch and go with the Yuling side of things because of like how so many things transpired. Yeah. But like, it wasn't because like, we didn't feel that way. Yeah. It was people on the outside looking totally. in making us feel a certain way about that. And it's like, could you imagine if they knew we were dating by then? Oh yeah. What they would, what they would have reacted in the immediate sense of like, you know, you're blocking with the virus or my like defense of you after you got blocked mm -hmm. and then me getting eliminated they'd be they'd yeah. be like they'd be like oh he just wanted yeah, to date her yeah like that like he didn't care about the show it's like yeah no we were even you said it the first time you saw me in person you weren't like that's an attractive person you're like i knew it i was right like, <laughs> i was we're in competitive, such competitive you're mode. in a competitive like crazy situation and it wasn't it's not a dating show like we yeah. didn't go on it to meet each other you yeah. know like you very well couldn't have been who you said you were i sure. wasn't you were definitely that's why when not. people say like Word of advice, everybody dating. I'm leaning into the microphone. Dating now more than ever sucks. It is the worst. <laughs> like, like when you are single and you're trying to date people, if you're on Hinge, Bumble, Behoove You, whatever app Behoove you might you. you might be on, okay, Cupid, maybe Cupid, like okay. like whatever it is. Here, like my best advice to you, people are always like, be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. Don't. Like don't. What I mean is be being yourself is the view of which you have of yourself okay i think be honest about what you want is yeah. the most important thing mm -hmm. your personality will come out in your honesty mm -hmm. and i think it's very difficult for people to get to know somebody when they're they're in their head they're like i just gotta be myself right i don't think that's what you have to do i think what you have to do is just be honest about what you expect and your expectations of somebody else when you start dating and like what you're looking for if it's a casual hookup do you are, are you trying to find love are you trying to like meet the person that you're going to spend the rest whatever that is mm. if you put that onto the table your personality will come out mm -hmm. like you don't have to so like overthink lead, lead it. with boundaries and expectations and then like you'll naturally be yourself don't yeah, worry so much about because it because if you lead with who you are you're going to manipulate that to what the other person wants mm -hmm. and i think like if you go in with the expectation of the relationship and talking and being communicative about that to somebody else, mm -hmm. then your personality will come out, not your personality in conjunction of what you think that person wants. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like be, I'm, t I'm not saying don't be yourself. What I'm saying is just be honest because like, like if you hinder what you really want and like your desire in mm -hmm. a relationship, you'll never 
truthfully show who you are to another person. I said this in, in the first episode, so if you haven't listened to it, you should. It's a good about episode. About the 1975 thing. Yeah. About that conversation that we had. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like, it's just, yeah, I think to your point, just being honest about who you are is really important. Um, and it makes for a better relationship, a foundation, better foundation for a relationship. My last thought of it was just like, you and I really don't have, like, as people and interests do not have a lot in common. Yeah. Like, we don't. And yeah. it, it's like a nice yin and yang sort mm -hmm. of situation. But, like, as people, we have a lot in common. Yeah. Like, like our values are similar. Yeah. And, like, out, like, the way we balance each other out, I think, yeah. more than anything. Like, we were just talking about this in the car. Like, you're more silly and I'm a little more, like, I don't know if, like, serious is even the right word. Maybe. But. I don't think you're more serious. I think, like, you are. I think you're a little more analytical than I am. Yeah, yeah. So we balance each other out really well in that way. Yeah, but our values are so incredibly similar mm -hmm. that like our interests don't have to be the same. And yeah. that's sort of what I'm getting at with like the don't worry about being yourself. Yeah. Because like yourself will come out with the right person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like there have been enough times in my life where like going on hinge dates and you're just not like you're like just be yourself. And then you say something like they're like, oh, do you like like. I don't know, like nit, like I don't know. What's a good example of this? Uh, do you like Drake? And I'd be like, love Drake. And I, was yeah. like, I I don't listen to Drake. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you're just trying to find common ground. It's like common right. ground will come out when you build boundaries with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Is that good advice? I think so. Like, you should be yourself in a way that's like, be don't worry so much about pleasing the other person. That's what I'm trying the, to say in a long-winded fashion. The, yeah, the right person will accept everything that you that you are anyway. So like, yeah. don't worry so much about it. And just like, I think sometimes dating is more of an interview than you think it is like, cause you're yeah. kind of like, there's no right or wrong answer really with dating. You're just trying to find a good fit for you, like a good match for who you are. Totally. Like I, I always equated to, and I'll leave this here so we could get into these questions. But like when I was going on hinge dates and things like that, when I first moved to Hoboken, like mm -hmm. I was trying to meet somebody I used to always say to Chris, because Chris was single at the time too, mm -hmm. and we used to just talk about it and I'd be like, you know, this is worse than when like you interview for a job eight times. Like mm -hmm. that, you know, like how that's how like you have to interview for jobs now. Yeah. Eight, eight times. And then at the end, you find out you didn't get it. It's like, you don't know who was interviewing for that job against you. Like you don't know who they knew or like who they didn't know what they were qualified for, what they weren't qualified for. With dating, you could have said a word a little weird and you gave somebody yeah. the ick. And yeah. like, that's not your fault. Like. <laughs> It, people are like it's the hardest way like dating is the hardest thing to do because it's putting yourself out there to mm -hmm. a sea of people you've never met for yeah. the most part yeah like adult dating at least like when you're in college it's not the same but yeah like yeah. yeah wow okay we'll have to circle back to some of your dating experiences but let's see what else we got okay. in, this, in this box so a lot of people want to know how we started dating we got that we got that um Someone asked, when did you and John actually start developing feelings for each other? Mm, unfair I, question. I always kind of had a crush on you. Like, I was like, oh, he's so cute. He's so funny. And I remember, like, you would text in the group chat with me, you and you, Ling, and, like, you would send us, like, outfits all the time. You'd be like, this is what I'm wearing out today. And I was like, he's so cute that he's doing this. So I, I always uh... had, like, a little crush on you. But then I think when we went out with you, Ling, the day that we got, like, mulled wine and hot chocolate, I think I texted you, Ling, later that day. And I was like... He's like cute, right? And she was like, yes. <laughs> I remember. So I think my crush for you was developed at filming the show. Oh my like, God, cutie. Like, I think I, like, I, I remember, actually, I know exactly when I knew I had a crush on you was I had gotten fresh air. Mm -hmm. And if Femi is listening to this, I'll DM him <laughs> and follow up. But Femi, for those of you listening who don't know, is the full floor producer for The Circle. Just the greatest, most upbeat, genuine individual you could ever meet. And him and I got along great because we just had like the similar personalities. And he asked me like if I if there was anybody on the show I was crushing on. And I said like if Alyssa's real, like I think she's really cute. And cute. and that was like. I, I mean, like that, that, that actually happened. But mm -hmm. then when that night of the mold mind thing, I realized like it was kind of, it was more than crush. It was like a developing of feelings. Mm -hmm. And I hope you remember this. 
we were going back and forth doing this bit about how like about our relatives Italian like Italian relatives that was a moment for me too yeah like we were just like making these jokes back and forth about like what your relatives say yeah and, like, yeah yeah how they sound yeah being where we're from that was, was like, you Ling that was the moment for you Ling too it's like all three of us were kind of like yeah, and then it just stopped and I was like I have to pee yeah and I got up and I yes. left the table that's exactly why yeah. she and I had the conversation you went up to go pee and then Yuling was like is something happening here oh my god I can't believe I forgot about this and yeah. I was like I don't know and I then you cute. and then you Ling bothered me about it for like a month and a half it's so funny and then it just took us going on like an accidental date basically yeah. I mean <laughs> it all happened really fast actually okay let's see how accepting was your family of me Oh, they, love they asked you, but yeah, they like we we all get along really well. I think both of our families get along. I, yeah. I don't know if like if that question is referencing like you being a sex coach. Is that what they're oh, trying maybe, to get at? Maybe. But regardless, like that, my family loves Alyssa, and in, my like Mama Carol <laughs> is into the sex coach thing. She said one of the first things She's she said it. to me was, um, "I love that John asked that question. I would have done the same thing. I would have asked the same question." And I was like, "Incredible!" Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, my mom is a she's a go getter. Like, she is, but she's like hilarious. she she loves Alyssa. Like she texts Alyssa one on one. Yeah, she texted me once that she needed a hug from me specifically. She said, "I need an Alyssa hug," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll be there tonight, baby. I'm coming." And, no, that's the thing. It's like that's what I love about kind of our relationship there too. Is like it 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 just clicks so easily with our families. Like I yeah. get along great with your family. And my like, parents separately said that they missed you like this earlier this week. They were like, yeah. where's he been? I'm like, look, I kind of, I miss him. Like my dad <laughs> is like making pasta and he's like, where's John man? I miss him. <laughs> I'm a missable guy. It's so funny because like the people that we were on the show and the people that we are on our social media is like, it, it's just like funny to like strip away what that is and like what our day-to-day -day life is actually like. Like our families, like, love yeah. us and like we do like all of our normal like just normal couple things like totally. we had to like discuss splitting holidays like we it's all the normal things but our relationship is like very real and normal yeah i mean it's just, i think that's because like it, we didn't go on a dating show yeah yeah that's true that's true oh do you want to tell the story of how the first time i i met your mom and well actually both of your parents at your yeah, show. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Because I forgot about this. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. Was... All right. Give me a second. So that day I had a show at a bar in Hoboken. I was doing stand-up at this like bar and music venue called William McBrides. And I was I was headlining, I think, for the show. I went on late. Like I, I was probably the headliner or like the feature. I can't remember which one. But it matters because I didn't go on stage right away. Mm. And the host is this guy, Lucas Connolly, who's a great comedian, a good friend of mine. Lucas was on stage doing the usual hosting thing, like going around the room, trying to figure out the dynamic. And he saw Alyssa had just like literally hugged my parents for the <laughs> first time ever. Obviously, they knew who she was and like they knew we were sort of doing something whether it was dating or talking or whatever yeah. like we weren't officially dating yet yeah basically yeah. this is a crowded room like it was it was sold out and it was like a lot it was like probably like 60 people 70 yeah. people and the host sees my dad who's a 60 you know something year old dude my mom and in between them is Alyssa. so first instinct <laughs> is oh is this your daughter and my dad's like no <laughs> And he's like, he's like, then I don't know what, like, what this is. is this dynamic. <laughs> and the guy's like asking questions and like, like trying to figure out the situation is an Alyssa. I like, I would have probably done the same thing. Just went, I'm dating their son. <laughs> like, just like that in front of a crowd of people. And like, obviously they're fans of the circle at this standup event. Like they, they knew I was doing it. Yeah. So they were like, <gasps> and he was like standing in and the I back. And I was like, ah, oh. and I'm like, <gasps> And, and, and my mom, like, well, and my mom, is. my mom, I'll never forget it. She did this. She went <laughs> like, just like that. And I remember being like, that's not her being upset. I'm dating somebody. That's her being upset that I didn't tell her yeah. that I was dating somebody. Yeah. But like, then we explained to them after like, we, so we are getting there. We are not there yet. Like we would tell you guys, it was just a really weird situation to yeah. be put in front of, you know? It, that that story is so funny okay what is your favorite memory of us together i'm trying to think of a good one my favorite memory yeah oh wow i think for me 
there's just uh, it's hard because like we did a lot we've done a lot in a mm-hmm. short period of time so there's a lot to kind of sift through but i think like the number one thing for me was so i have trouble with pda mm-hmm. this is a thing mm-hmm. I've, I've worked on getting past yeah, it. you're you don't seem like you really have trouble anymore but yeah. it was like a thing in the, especially in the beginning of our relationship and i remember it was one of the tw- 20 weddings that we went to in a yeah. row yeah it was like a slow dance song and i asked you to dance with me and you like yeah. didn't believe that i actually asked you to dance i was like no i want to da- i want to dance with you and like i like we danced and like i think that was like really one of the first times like well one i got past that like kind of juncture of like s- something i was felt like I was incapable of doing, but two, it was like, kind of like strip away the room around us type of memories. Mm-hmm. It was like, like, I don't even remember what the song was. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember like, we slow dance. I remember what it was. Oh, what was it? It was Tiamo. <laughs> nice Italian classic. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like, like, yeah, like that was kind of when I was like, oh, I really, like, I'm in love with this girl. Like, we were just like standing there. Like, it was just like, it felt like there was really just like, you love me. I do. Oh. I love you very much. But um, that was like kind of the first, one of the first moments of that, like mm-hmm. of being like, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I was gonna say a wedding one too, like the what, like as we went to five weddings consecutively, or weekend no, after weekend after weekend. Yeah, five weddings in four weeks, and it was exhausting. But I will say that I think we had like we had such a good time, and I think like some of my favorite memories are from those weddings too. You know what? Too like, it's hard to call them all great memories though, mm-hmm. because like we talked about this like. That was almost a month and a half of us not spending a long time together. Yeah. And like really not learning about each other mm-hmm. in a relationship because Yeah, like, it like a it like affected. There was like a rift in like um the progress of our relationship in that time and yeah. we had to like regroup and be like things like are weird, but it's because we were spending we were spending we were every weekend with each other, but not really like with each other. No, we were put like we were putting on shows for people, really like it, yeah. because like elephant in the room about it is like when we go to these things like people whether it's a joke or they're serious make mm-hmm. mention like all oh, the tv people are here yeah like you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah and like they people come up like people you don't even know like my cousin becky's wedding do you remember like how many people came up to us yeah and like it was which is a great wedding for the record so much yeah, fun. Really fun but like <laughs> the people that would come up to us that we didn't even know who mm-hmm. were like oh i can't believe you're here and it's like becky's my first cousin of course i'm gonna be at this right wedding. like you right. know what i mean like it was like it's just sometimes like you want to turn it off and just exist mm-hmm. and be with one another but like we don't live that that luxury right now i think it'll fade though it people will get people will get over it they'll be over us and, the, <laughs> and that and also like i think like that's when kind of our platforms become like more geared towards what we want them to be versus yeah. like what the Show circle stuff. has provided yeah yeah okay this is my favorite question because i think it's a very silly question um was john jealous of brew about you being his circle girlfriend i no (laughs) no and also (laughs) i cannot emphasize enough that there was no there was no there was nothing it was the group chat that you saw and then as soon as we got off the show like we like knew but wasn't confirmed that he was he was seeing someone and then him and I flew home <coughs> together, which is when I like really knew he was seeing someone. So at no point was no, that beyond not. the group chat that you saw. Also, rewind even further, the whole first week of people seeing the show, I was getting shipped with Parker. Oh yeah, true. Like it wasn't like it was just you and Brew. Right. Like it wasn't right. like I was just like on the sidelines being like, like well people, you were you were playing your mom well, that's what i mean but it was like <laughs> like it, it's like people like when the show is not around and mm-hmm. they, they just like almost conjure up these dramatic moments of like i had to like out fight brew for a situation like no brew and i are super close mm-hmm. and like that would never like even if you and brew were dating like like I can't even, th- I can't even pick, I can't even, that like feels so weird to me. We've gone on like double dates with Anna. Brew and Anna, yeah. Like, it's like. Because, but they are just, and they're just such great people. Like, yeah. I love them both to death. And like, but like, yeah, it would, no matter what the situation was, it was never going to change how I felt about either of you as people. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. It was funny. Okay. One of the other questions we have is, we've had, so the question, I'll tell you what the question is. What are your icks about each other? 
we've discussed this before. I think the ick trend is mean. Yeah, like it's like so mean spirited. But like, like if you have one ick that's like not really like who cares? Like who cares? I'll tell you my ick for you. Oh man! To give you an example, All but right. I've also said this to you before. All right, go ahead. You do the thing where like you like. <laughs> Like snort back all your yeah I do your that. boogies yeah and that gives me ick sometimes but I also tell you that that gives me ick yeah <laughs> no that's pretty gross though but like I know I do it like I know, <laughs> it's not like I, I that's can like be, a fair I, oh I can't be upset about that that's just like an observation of what I do as a person and like I'm sorry <laughs> that's okay. like I'm sorry I tell you every time you do it I'm like can yeah you not? Like, can you just blow your nose I'm like I don't have time busy. Busy. I don't really know if I have one necessarily like that of you. Um, you're pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, you don't do anything gross. Nice. <laughs> I don't think you do anything gross. Oh, I'll chalk it up to you being a ten out of ten. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's really nice. I try my best. That means he doesn't want to be mean to me. Okay. How did how did that how did that how did I get turned on so quick? Shh. What are our zodiac signs? You're a Capricorn. Capricorn. And I'm a Libra. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. How did you guys know there was a stronger connection? I guess we kind of went over that. Uh, Someone asked, who's your least favorite coworker? Which is hilarious. Uh, It's because it's George from work. Oh. (laughs) So maybe it's George from work. George from work asked the question. (laughs) I'm not saying George from work is my least favorite coworker. George asked that question. I love George. He made this merch for me. Oh, I didn't know that. Someone also asked if you guys plan plan on getting married. Which is, that's a big And that's the end of the show. Thanks Thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in. Alyssa explains it all. (laughs) Follow us. Follow us on social media. I think Carol will be really mad if we don't get married. Yeah, I know. I think your I think your parents would get pretty pissed off. Yeah, because we'd be disappointing a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. I think that's like most of the questions that we got. I want to get like a little more about you before we close out our whole thing like doing like relationship stuff about me or just like it's no me in general about you and your and your okay. like dating life yeah. and then, then you'll be free okay so you are turning 26 very soon yes actually by the time this comes out you might you might be 26 january 6th yeah soon insurrection <laughs> everybody if you want to celebrate my birthday i'm going down to dc this year i'm getting oh, a bus. oh my god Please. You let me know if you want to meet me. It was a huge success two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like dating is different like now than it was? Like, are you starting to feel the shift of how dating feels as you're like going into your mid and late 20s? Or does it feel sort of the same? I think for me, it's a tough question because I've always been in relationships like in college Mm -hmm. i was in a long-term relationship and then that ended immediately upon college ending that was 2019 Mm -hmm. so my experience of dating is very uh it's very sink or swim for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term because like when you're in college dating is it's not really dating yeah like it's not like dating a society deems it right like college is like it's this small pool like especially where i went to school very insular yeah and like you're in like this bubble everybody sort of knows each other everybody knows who's dating Mm -hmm. like like you only have like this limitation of like yourself and the three other years around you at this college right Mm -hmm. like and then after four years it's done if you go on to grad school whatever but like that's sort of how college dating works and like you're so not yourself i mean i'm totally different now than i was in college Mm -hmm. and i think that's like that's not a product of like anything having to do with my dating it has to do with the fact that like you just get older and you learn things about yourself Mm -hmm. i would have probably been this way regardless of a breakup or not yeah i think what i came to realize about dating outside once i got broken up within my then i went headfirst into dating in the real world Mm -hmm. it's hard i mean it is hard to date in the real world take the pandemic out of the equation and just think about like what it was like like even when i was living in boston at the time Mm -hmm. I went on date after date with different person and like some of them, they didn't drive with me. I didn't drive with them. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't like, it was, and you're only really meeting on the like hinge and cause yeah. like at the time you're working a nine to five job. I didn't really know many people in mm-hmm. the area. So it wasn't like I was going out and like 
meeting people in a traditional sense of like going to a bar meeting mm-hmm. somebody so i remember being just discouraged i mean it was it came so easy in college mm-hmm. i remember being so down on myself and like thinking like i don't know i didn't know who i was not in a relationship because like the those formative years of college i went through it with somebody else yeah i'm great she for- listens to this she can kick rocks kick rocks that girl (laughs) Mm, i said anyway um going back to that the point my point being that i'm grateful that i got to come home and just put a hard reset on my life in 2020 Mm -hmm. because i was I mean, my friends will tell you, like Luke especially will tell you, Luke's my closest friend for those listening to the podcast. Luke Legrano, go follow him on Instagram, big reality TV guy. <laughs> um, he would call me every night because, and this is really sad, uh, he would call me every night because if he didn't, I would go to bed at 7.30. Like, I had nobody. I had nobody on the weekdays. I would get up, mm-hmm. like I would make a coffee, take a shower go to work, come back. And basically what I'm boiling it down to is like, I just didn't, I, I wasn't enough of myself to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. I wasn't putting myself out there with the best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the pandemic happens. I moved home, hard reset on life and no dating during the pandemic. Like that was just impossible. Like you were just like on hinge bumble and like, yeah, just in like your hometown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you, like for me, no, I was not. <laughs> I was not talking to anybody in my hometown. Like I was never pot like a popular enough guy. Okay. To be like, hey, you know who I'm talking to? John Franklin. Right. And then uh, then the show came out and everybody wanted to be talking to John Franklin. So to all of you who think that that was going to make a difference, like you were hot enough shit that now all I had to do was go on a reality TV show and then I would date any of you. Hilarious. Yeah. I remember like that being like i was i was with i was home mm-hmm. and my sister was home before she she was on spring break when it happened then she went back to college and i remember saying something to her along the lines of like even though like i can't go do anything i'm just learning a lot about myself because yeah. like i didn't focus on that negative of like i don't like i'm trying to date somebody it's not working out mm-hmm. and then i moved to hoboken you know in 2021 the pandemic started lightening up i was doing stand up all the time i was so focused on myself and i remember right before the show like going to film it in september i met a girl and she sucked the life out of me like chris like chris will tell you like it was like i it was like age old i was attracted to this person they weren't as attracted to me but they were getting like you know we were going on dates but like Mm. never hooked up nothing like that Mm. like and it, it just felt more like a friend taking advantage of you and i left to go film the show and i was like i never like I don't, I'm, I don't want to see her ever again. Yeah. And I got back from filming the show mm-hmm. and I found out that she like, I, like as soon as I left had a boyfriend. Uh, so it was like, she had something going on. And it's yeah. Like, I didn't tell her I was going to do the show ever. Yeah. Like I was like, I was like, she doesn't, it's whatever it's over. That was like my last taste of dating as like real life dating wasn't. I was like, this is so shitty because now all I'm going to, all it's going to end up doing is like, then the show's going to come out and I'm going to be like, I didn't, it was like we were going to just start dating at the time. I yeah. didn't know you well enough to assume that. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like, now this sucks because I have no dating experience in the real world. Mm. I didn't. It was all bad. Like, I didn't go on any good dates. There was nobody I met where it was like, and obviously, like, some of it was my fault. It's not, like, all on the people I was meeting. Like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, it's a two-way street. But I remember being like, now the show's going to come out and I'm not going to know who's genuinely interested in me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to know who, like, what their intentions are. Like. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous. I was really nervous about that. Mm-hmm. I still like, I would hardly consider my dating history to be of that of an, of normal. Like yeah. I went from college to no girlfriend mm-hmm. to dating somebody I met on a television <laughs> show. Like it's. Yeah. yeah, definitely not the norm. I do think it's like, it's a product of my personality. I think I'm, I'm very loud. I'm goofy. I'm silly. And like, first date wise people don't know me personally obviously mm-hmm. and like they don't think that's like cute or like or like funny they're like this is just weird like he's just he's so it's like it's a mix of like he's really confident but also like there's something about like he's just so 
just so silly yeah. yeah and it's like that's not like a, a first impression attractive thing yeah i mean I, that makes sense was that like i know it was very long-winded but i feel like that's a really good <laughs> yeah. synopsis of what dating was like for me yeah yeah it, do you think that there's any one piece of dating advice that stands out to you that like you sort of go back to yeah i have two one you have to have to love yourself before you can open yourself up to somebody new because i think i still struggle with like totally being 100 about myself but there was a time where i was like i would even say like less than 40 percent mm -hmm. i was going on dates and being like why do they want to date me mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like i'm like whether it was like a problem with my weight because you know i've had struggles with my weight like mm -hmm. my whole life mm -hmm. and then or it was like i'm not Am I successful? Like, am I doing like, and who knows what the definition of success is? We've talked mm -hmm. about that. Um, so love yourself first, because that's the only way you're going to love somebody else the proper way. Mm -hmm. um, that's one. The second one is you have to be willing to grow with somebody when you date them. Like in the sense that like, your goals could be significantly different and like substantially different than whoever you're dating. But if they're trying to make like better themselves and do something different for themselves and like challenge themselves and you're not doing that and you're just being judgmental about them, you are not doing that person a proper service and being just like a, a good, like, human being like your your job as a person is to try to challenge yourself to get better and by growing with somebody is the only way like you're going to make a relationship really work i don't know like i think you and i are very goal-oriented people um and i think like sometimes it, like it can cause its just busyness mm -hmm. but i do think what it results in is two people at the end of the day who are really proud of each other mm -hmm. and like if you're proud of the person you're dating and like you really love to see them do what they do then you're like you're just being a good person and it'll make your relationship that much better yeah i agree and also the third thing is from my dad never date a redheaded italian woman they're evil that is oh that. my god he said that to me when i was a child i don't know what it comes from okay and i've never done it so okay um okay the sentiment on something funny that's what <laughs> they say in comedy folks folks Oh my god. Is this thing on? <laughs> Tip your servers. Tip oh, your wait staff. God. What do you think you've learned from being in a relation in our relationship that's different than other relationships that you've had in the past? I mean a lot of things, but I think uh like first and foremost, like problems happen like whether it's in the relationship or just the person is like there's problems going on with that person or like shit happens mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's the end of the world for your significant other mm -hmm. um like you said something to me recently and you're like we're always all right mm -hmm. like we're always good mm -hmm. and it's like that doesn't mean we can't talk about things and like have hard conversations like that's not like we're not shoving things under the rug that's not yeah. what i mean but like when you go into conflict and resolution with somebody and you know, at the end of the day, like we're always good. Mm -hmm. It's it makes it a lot easier to talk. Yeah, you know, and be be able to communicate with that person. Mm -hmm. I think, like in my previous relationships, I was always afraid of that confrontation, that communication, because I was always worried like they'll break up with me mm -hmm. if I try to do this, mm -hmm. or like they'll break up with me. They're gonna break up with me. Like, first of all, college. Mm. it's a fair worry because yeah. it's college yeah but like when you think like that in a relationship as an adult if you're like i don't want to talk about this they're gonna break up with me it's like that's not how dating as an adult mm -hmm. works like you don't date somebody because like you just wanna mm -hmm. like you you're dating a person because you like that person mm -hmm. and you like the good qualities about them but not every person is 100% all the time. Yeah. So I think like it's it's important that like when those conversations have to happen, at least the underlying thought is always we're good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a good one for us because like we've had to navigate a lot. <gasps> See, you did the thing. My ick. I'm sorry. On my own podcast. Do you believe it? Anyway, our... Um, leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. Our... We've had like our own like sort of unique challenges because we went through the whole like show process. And so we also are like some of our work related things are really similar. Like we've had to like reset our boundaries on how much we talk about like social media and how much like that's a part of our relationship. And we've had to talk about like when we see each other because we're so busy with all of these like projects and things that we want to work on that when we end up seeing each other, a lot of the times it ends up being because we have like an obligation to fulfill. So it's like, we're seeing each other because our families are doing something or it's a birthday or it's a wedding or whatever, instead of like just making plans to just like hang out. And it's because our time is so limited yeah. as it is. And so there's a lot about our relationship that like, I understand why people who are, who are like in any sort of entertainment industry, don't want to date other people in the same industry because yeah. the time constraint alone is like so tough. Totally. I do think though, like with that, sort of like going back to my point about growth is like, we're lear like we're learning how to handle it. Totally. Like, we're not like being like, this is the end of the world. No, no, no. We've, we've done a really good job, I think, of creating a safe space to communicate with each other all the time. I totally agree. And I think like there's never a situation where a conversation comes up where like, one of us is like, I really don't want to do this. Yeah. And yeah. I like, that's one of the things that I love about you the most is that like, I feel like I could talk to you about not only just stuff in our relationship, but like, if I just need to talk about anything, it's mm -hmm. like, there are some times where you're going to give me how you feel as a person, mm -hmm. how you feel as my girlfriend, sometimes how you feel as like somebody who does exactly what I do with like content and creation. You wear a lot of hats and like, like, I think, especially like, as we've dated, like the longer we've dated, like you've gotten really good at knowing like what hat to wear when I ask you about a certain thing. Mm -hmm. And I think like, that's, I mean, like that's a, a quality not many people possess. Well, thanks. It's cause I love you. I care about you. Bah, silly. <laughs> I don't know what else to ask you. I feel like I want to now, um, take a nap and watch a movie. I'm down. I think that's a good plan. We don't really get to do that that much. No. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you'd like to share with the pod? <laughs> Any closing pieces of advice or wisdom or anything? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, why don't we just end it like this? Um, nobody is perfect and you're never going to like fully grasp who another person is because people are complex and they're always different. But there is always somebody that you're going to meet that intrigues you. It's not the perfect person in your mind. It's like you like when they talk, like kind of a room can stop or like when they do anything, you're just like, so you're like, how do they carry themselves like that? Like, that's just so impressive. And like, when you can, when you have that in a significant other and you just can admire somebody, like appreciate it because like not many people like find a relationship that way mm -hmm. so like if you like just have that that like feeling in your gut about somebody that like that they can give you like i told you once i told you today like you make me nervous <laughs> and like that's what i mean like <laughs> you do things and i'm like like overwhelmed like sometimes how does she Really nice. how does she do that or like what like it just makes it a little like like that gives you that feeling of like like i'm right where i'm supposed to be so if there's a person who's gonna give you that feeling like run with it and if they're not who you thought you would be with get over it because mm -hmm. like that's the person you should be trying to be with yeah that's good closing advice it's good. Well, thank you for coming on today and being so open and talking about all of this stuff especially like for us we've had so many conversations about being careful about what we disclose about our relationship yeah. so i appreciate you coming on here and um spending the time talking about it um and so for all of the listeners 
if you don't follow John on Instagram, follow him on Instagram. If this does happen to come out before his show on January 7th, come to the show January 7th. Asbury Park, baby. Yeah. And John's always doing shows in the city. So if if you want to catch him and probably me at some of those shows, then follow him on Instagram so you can stay up to date. Also, please follow me on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm super active on TikTok and I'm growing like a bastard right now. So I'd love for you to get on the movement. Join the movement. Oh my god. Well, thank you again for coming on. I love you. I love you too. Oh, yay. We did it. Hey guys, before we wrap up today's episode, let's go through the emails real quick and see what sex question you have for me today. This week's question is... Why is the sex in situationships so much better? And the answer to that is kind of funny because the the biggest answer, oh, actually, I guess I should clarify. A situationship is something that's not quite a relationship. It's sort of ambiguous. And so by the very nature of what a situationship is, you're not invested in each other's feelings. You're not invested in each other's stress in your life, in your situationship partner's life, you're, it's a pretty isolated experience to be just the sex and to be just the like pleasurable part of it. So the sex when you're in a situationship is almost like it's just about the physicality of it. And so for some people, the sex in situationships is better. There's some people who are going to prefer the intimacy of having a relationship and that being the thing that deepens their sexual experience. So That actually might not be the case for everybody, but if that is the case for you, it's very possible that it's the lack of stress, it's the lack of concern for every little piece of your partner's life in that time because you've created a boundary around those types of things. So situationship sex and relationship sex are always going to be different. There's so much more that you invest when you're in a relationship. There's just a lot more feeling, a lot more stress involved. But there's lots of ways um, that we've we've talked about on the podcast before of ways to sort of remediate that stress, strengthen the communication skills between you and your partner so that maybe the sex is a different priority to you and you can get a little bit closer to the pleasure that you experienced in the situationship. Thank you so much for the great question. Keep them coming by emailing me at alyssaexplainsitallpod at gmail.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 